0: Our power lies in our ability to direct our own life story with every choice and every thought. One of the things that we want to do and create in our life stories is connection, connection with other people that is at the very core of who we are as human beings and what we need to thrive. And every day we create, we either create that connection intentionally or we don't and we let it flow away. Welcome to the 21 challenges, the 21 life hacks that have been set up to help you connect, take care of yourself, create possibility and get out of the doldrums and anxiety and disconnect that have been such a part of our lives through COVID and the big upheavals of 2020 politically and culturally. So the challenges have been set up for this and this challenge that we're looking at today is challenge number 16, give free hugs. While this on the surface seems super silly and obvious and lighthearted. There's some big ahas here that are interesting, and I'm going to share mine when I set up a free hug stand in Ohio at the corner of a strip mall. (laughs) Had some interesting experiences. Stay tuned for those stories. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee. And I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story Power serves you best when you know how to use it. Today we are loving, touching, feeling, we're giving free hugs. Let's start out with some wisdom from Oprah. I love that lady. She's just really, she's really got it going on. So quote, when you make loving others the story of your life, there's never a final chapter because the legacy continues. You lend your light to one person and he or she shines it on another and another and another. And I know for sure that in the final analysis of our lives, when the to-do lists are no more, when the frenzy is finished, when our email inboxes are empty, the only thing that will have any lasting value is whether we've loved others and whether they've loved us. During the COVID upheaval, touch became a thing that was carefully guarded, and that makes this challenge even more pertinent now because we were, we're all a little touch-deprived. Even if you have to get creative, this challenge is still very important. In a world where we can feel alone, in a sea of a million people, the chance to hold another's hand or to be hugged can be a gift, an anchor, a place where for that moment, we are not alone. And for that moment, you are joining forces. A hug is a human action that allows us to connect, communicate, and exchange energy in a meaningful way for however long that moment lasts, we are unafraid to touch. And that is a beautiful moment. An important moment. In fact, science shows that it's an absolutely crucial moment that must be repeated often. In Greater Good Magazine out of Berkeley, there was an article called Why Physical Touch Matters for Our Well-Being, and it said, quote, the science of touch came of age in the mid-1990s when two scientists traveled to Romania to examine the sensory deprivation of children in understaffed orphanages. The touch-deprived children they found had strikingly lower cortisol and growth development levels for their age groups. From the time we are in the womb through our elderly years, touch plays a primary role in our development and physical and mental well-being. New studies on touch continue to show the importance of physical contact in early development, communication, personal relationships, and even in fighting disease. Although the therapeutic benefits have become increasingly clear— Scientists argue that thanks to no-touch policies in schools and the isolating effect of cell phones and computers, and now COVID, Americans are touching each other less. That makes this challenge even more important. In that article, they had some specific research on hugging. Quote, They injected a cold germ into these people who were in a study, and those who had more hugs had a better immune response to the cold virus. So we're seeing there that touch helps fight disease. And then there are some studies showing that if you get hugged by your partner before a stressful condition, like giving a speech or doing math problems, that people do better. Performance is better if they've been hugged by a partner before the stress, unquote. In 2016, I found myself in Ohio doing this emotional intelligence training that I am speaking of so often. And... I want to tell you about my experience of setting up a free hug stand. My coach handed us the assignment just (laughs) with the confidence of someone who couldn't be challenged because really we couldn't challenge her. But she knew that she was sending us out to gain an insight. She had told us to set up a free hug stand and she knew that we would probably, that we wanted to push back, right? I mean, how awkward is it to go out and stand on a corner with a free hug sign, (laughs) And it it was awkward, and every one of us would have opted for something different if we could have found a way out, but you didn't have that option here. And I'm hoping that with this challenge, that you guys will take the challenge serious enough that you don't make it an option to back out of it either. So we weren't given the slightest option, and we had to take 30 minutes to create a sign announcing free hugs, so we got poster board from a dollar store, and... Then another 15 minutes to just choose a place. And we chose a place in a strip mall, so on a strip mall corner. And, you know, we just went to work and did it. There were five of us that did it together, which, you know, made it a little less awkward because you had buddies there with you. But we held that poster up and we invited the people that walked by to get a hug. The fascinating part was all of the different responses. We got a variety of responses, and some people, most people looked at as weird. And then they found, when they found out that we were serious, they were incredibly happy for a hug. Now, this was all before COVID, but they, they were hesitant. Like They'd look at us like, are you serious? And then most of them would be like, okay, sure. Yeah, I want a hug. We even had a couple of people come back for seconds. <laughs> I found that super interesting. Could I get another hug? There were two people, And during that whole time, two people who simply declined, they just, they couldn't do it. And there were some who wanted to know what we were up to. It it was distrusting, but they still wanted the hug. But the power came in the unexpected way that the boundaries between people opened up for just a moment because everybody definitely had a boundary. We would make the invitation. They would, you know, size us up. They would, you know, decide if they wanted to let that boundary down or not. But as they let the boundary down, people started smiling and sharing stories, and some just walked away happier than they arrived. There was a guy who got his hug and left, and then he came back afterwards, and he asked if he could take a picture with us so that he would have proof and could remember that he had been hugged. Now, that one made me want to cry a little bit because I thought, how terribly sad that Getting a hug was such a few and far between thing that he needed a picture to remember it. But it just goes to show how everyone needs it. So, to me, it was really one of the most moving experiences that I had understanding, stretching myself, first of all, because it was uncomfortable, but also seeing the responses, seeing the way that people let down boundaries, and seeing the way that free hugs affected. People in a variety of ways. It was really beautiful. Here's a little clip from one of our challenges. There's reciprocation going around. You know, hugging people, telling people uh, how much you like them and, and why. In some cases, I think people were a little nervous that maybe I was going to pass away and and you know, why I was suddenly approaching them and they were concerned and I had to let them know it was the 21-day challenge. I wasn't planning on passing away any any moment now. But, you know, one of the, the things that jumps out at me is, uh, you know, unless we kind of actively live our lives to kind of look out for these things, you know, and think about it with this challenge, we would, uh, there's so much that we miss out on. programmed to hold on to one another. We arrive hardwired to grasp hands and to give hugs. And if we are lucky and if we are wise, we don't lose our grip. This challenge has to be adapted a little bit for COVID. So if what it means for you doing it now is that you're bringing it to your family members and the friends that you're close to that you feel comfortable being close to, that's okay. But the power of touch with permission Even with people that we may not be close to, like those who walked by our hug booth, is amazing and beautiful and insightful. And like I mentioned, one of the largest aha moments that unexpectedly showed up for me. It was so fun and interesting. Take this challenge and then go to the back of your book and record your experience. What was the hardest part? What was the response of others? What did you learn? How did it feel? I tried doing this. I I brought the hug thing into trying to work it into my life on, on one of the challenges. So I went to church one Sunday, and I stood at the back of the class as people were leaving and offered to give them hugs, which also was way out of my comfort zone. But it was really, really interesting to do. Again, interesting to see the responses of people. But one of the more interesting things was I ran into somebody from that ward, from that congregation later on. And it was in a singles ward. And I can't remember where it was. And I wasn't even sure that I could remember who the person was. But they remembered me and said, "Or I know who you are. You're the person that was standing at the back of the Sunday school giving people hugs. <laughs> I thought, well, you could be remembered for worse, couldn't you? <laughs> anyway, take this challenge. Have fun with it. If you don't already have your book, Life, Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day, the 21 Life Connection Challenges, order your book off Amazon so that you can get in to all the life hack challenges, test them all out, record about your experiences at the back of each challenge. And if you have a group that you want to do this with, even better. This show is brought to you by the 21 Challenges Group Platform. If you are a leader of a group, any type of group, book club, network marketing, employee group, a youth group, a friend group, and you're in need of a fun, fresh, positive way to connect during this disconnected time, we've got an online program that'll create fun, stretching connection and engagement with your team. Your team will get a fully immersive platform for the 21 challenges and weekly coaching with Lori Lee as we spend three weeks creating awesome possibility loveyourstorypodcast.com and look for the group link. Thank you for being here. We'll see you in two weeks. For the newest life hack tip, live intentional and fearless people. You've got this.